Welcome to The Way the World Works, where the trusted team behind the Tuttle Twins books tackles current events, hot topics, and fun ideas to help your family find clarity in a world full of confusion. Hi, Connor. Hey, Brittany. So I think a lot of people, young and old, know Taylor Swift. I think she is probably known by everyone at this point. And I'll admit, I always like have to go out of my way to say I'm not a Swifty, but I also have to uh, admit that all the songs I know how to play on the piano are Taylor Swift just because she sings in the same key as I do. That's so even though, even though I pretend like, oh, I don't like her, uh, that and I spent, when I was a poor intern in D.C., I spent more money than I had on concert tickets so once <laughs> once upon a time I was but um yeah so I, I really admire her even though I don't really love her music anymore and that is because I think her success is is a really powerful story um she's also been disrupting a lot of uh, the way the music industry and even the film industry works so there's a lot of good lessons but I've heard a lot of people say lately that like she's getting too big that she has too much control over over the music industry today I've even heard people throw around the term like monopoly on music, uh, which a monopoly is, you know, where someone, one entity, one business or one person, you know, has too much power. At least that's what people think it is, right? And they hear that and then you think, well, yeah, she does have too much power. So she must have, you know, a monopoly on music. But I want to kind of talk about this today because there's actually different kinds of monopolies, so to speak. And Taylor Swift is not... (laughs) the bad kind. So I want to get into this. There's something called like a natural monopoly and a government monopoly. And so you hear the word natural, you think something that happens on its own, right? Almost like spontaneous order, right? Spontaneous. It happens. It just happens. And with Taylor Swift, she's not getting, at least to my knowledge, Connor, she is not getting any (laughs) subsidies from the government. Though who knows? (laughs) I don't think so, at least. And so she's doing this all on her own. And so she's she's made a name for herself. She's working hard. She's touring. She's breaking all these these records with um selling like I think she sold out both concert tickets and her concert just her tour just came to like the movie theater and it was also like the fastest selling like movie like tickets sold out within a couple minutes. So crazy. She's crazy success. But all of this is happening on her own. Right. Nobody is propping her up or giving her, you know, a leg up and 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 the government's not saying you have to listen to Taylor Swift. So maybe it's a monopoly in the fact that she's so good. People are going to her. Right. Like it's like imagine if a store is so good, everyone wants to shop there. But then other stores are like, oh, no, but that's a monopoly. But it's not a bad monopoly if it just happens. Now, let's talk about a bad monopoly. Connor, have you ever been to the post office? Ugh. Just, uh, <laughs> just today yes. I was talking with our office manager and she was going to the post office and I was remembering the early years of the Tuttle Twins where I would go to the post office every single day to drop off the orders that people had placed and, you know, standing in line and having to, you know, drop it off and, and these workers who did not care about customer service, it was, they just looked miserable and there were always problems with our orders. So, oh, yeah, yeah, definitely it's a it's a problem. And I don't think any of us would choose to go there. In fact, sometimes I'm I'm I almost admire how little they care about their job when I go to the post office. And the thing is, it's because they don't have to because the post office gets so much money from the government. So we don't have another choice. If you want to send a letter in the mail you have to go to the post office. There are things like UPS and FedEx, but those are for packages. It's actually in in the law that you have to send letters through the post office. So that's a that's a truly 
bad monopoly. That's a monopoly where the government is giving you literally no choice. You have to use the post office. And because of that, it's an awful organization. I think it was this year they were like bragging that they were going to be like under budget this year. As it turns out, they're $6 billion over budget. Oh my gosh. Uh, Yeah. So it's just known for waste and also incompetency. Like they lose stuff all the time. Oh, all the time. All the time. All kinds of stories. And and Brittany, to your point about the the post office being a government monopoly, um, where where we have to send letters through this organization if we want to, you know, use a postal service. Um, there was someone named Lysander Spooner. Mm-hmm who you and I both read some of his stuff. He's a very interesting philosopher in the 1800s who was, uh, as as kind of a side project, he started his own mail company, even knowing that it was illegal. He was challenging this, this, uh, this, this Congress action. Because when you look at the Constitution, the Constitution gives Congress the authority to establish post roads, postal roads, and so interpreted, I think, properly, what that means is that the federal government has the power to make sure that there are like highways and, and you know, transport for postal services to be able to connect us to one another and send correspondence and packages and whatnot. So, so the Constitution says establish post roads. It does not say establish a postal service that the government has to be the the kind of monopoly, as you point out, to to be the ones doing this. So along comes Spooner, and he says, I think you're only allowed to do post roads. This is unconstitutional. I'm going to start my own company. And so he does. I think it was called like the American um, Mail Letter Company or something like that. I didn't, I didn't pull it up. But he starts this company, and Congress gets super mad. And they go and they pass yet another law to basically like double down on the existing one and close some loopholes that Spooner had found. And so they, they, they made it even more of a monopoly is the point. And, and basically explicitly made Spooner's business illegal, put him out of business. Um, and, and so that, that's so crazy that here was this opportunity uh, to, to create some competition. As I think all of our listeners know, when you have a monopoly, the prices go up. Mm-hmm. You don't have competition, so you can charge whatever you want. So the prices go up and the quality goes down, just like you're talking about these postal workers who don't really care about their job. They don't have an incentive to care. So the, the, the price goes up, the quality goes down. That's a monopoly. When you have competition, it's the reverse. You have prices going down because you have to try and win business from your competitors and you want, to, you want people to come shop with you. So prices start going down. And then the quality goes up because in order to compete, not only do you need to have good prices, but you have to have a good service. Otherwise, people are going to go somewhere else. And so a government monopoly doesn't let you do that. Just like, you know, the government schools back when homeschooling was illegal, you know, and, and you didn't really have school choice laws like you do now in many states that are popping up. The school system basically had a, a government monopoly. And there wasn't really any competition, which meant that prices went up, the cost to taxpayers went up, and the quality goes down. So I think I think it's right for you, Brittany, to point out there's a difference here between a government monopoly with, you know, the post office, as an example, or government schools, uh, versus something like Taylor Swift. Because you would agree, Brittany, that 
no one has to listen to Taylor Swift. No. I don't listen to her. <laughs> <laughs> you and I were joking before the uh, before we started recording that I think the only song of hers I've heard is the "Shake It Off" one, and uh, and then you pointed out that that's like a decade old. Yes, so clearly, <laughs> clearly I am I'm behind the times. But I don't have to listen to Taylor Swift. I can listen to ska music. Which I love. Everyone's like, wait, what's that? Is an outdated, <laughs> that's an outdated reference. <laughs> that, that shows you that I grew up in San Diego in the 1990s. Yes. <laughs> so that's, uh, that's, that's me. But, you know, I can listen to whatever I want. So can you. So, um, so natural, mon- like, Brittany, let me offer another example. Tuttle Twins was itself a natural monopoly for many years. When we started writing these books, a lot of people, even people who kind of agree with us and believe in freedom, a lot of people are like, why do we need to teach kids about this stuff? Like let kids be kids and we can talk to them when they're older about these ideas. And so we were having to try and like persuade people. No, it's important to talk to kids about these ideas, but no one was doing it, especially on kind of the, the quote unquote, right. The conservatives, libertarians. Um, so for a number of years, we were the only ones doing it. And as we started to have success and things took off, especially because people on the so-called left, the progressives and the, liberals or whatever you want to call them they they had all these kids books they were teaching all this like you know anti-racist baby and all the gender stuff and you know socialism for kids and all this kinds of stuff and so on the on the so-called right we were the only ones doing this and and i always laughed with people i said oh yeah we basically have a monopoly because there we don't have any competition the other part of me said i wish we had competition because i, I think that makes everybody better and, and it helps us all collectively reach even more people. Like for me, the Tuttle Twins is a mission. It's not about, I want all the customers to be mine and only mine. It's about trying to change the world and improve the world. And, and I need allies. I need other people who can reach, you know, families that I can't reach and, and get them to learn about this stuff. And so now in recent years, you've got, you know, all kinds of folks. You've got brave books uh, that are doing theirs. You've got PragerU is doing some books. You have, you know, there's some called, I think, Heroes of Liberty, um, and, and so you've got a number of other people who've started producing children's literature that teach, you know, somewhat conservative or libertarian ideas. I think, you know, we're the best for obvious reasons <laughs> I can get into, but, but there are many other people. And, and I think that's great, uh, because now there's more choice. There's, you know, we're, we're broadening the tent. We're all reaching more people. Uh, but, but we, for a time, we're a natural monopoly. So I guess what I'm trying to say, Brittany, is I can really relate to Taylor Swift and, uh, <laughs> and we're BFFs at this point. No, I wish, I wish I had the, uh, the bank account, uh, that she did. I'm, I'm the poor version of Taylor Swift, I guess you can say. There was a really funny article. This is where I got the idea for this written where, um, somebody talked about how, you know, how Nobody would nobody would call Taylor Swift a, like a monopoly and try to regulate her because everybody loves her, right? That's that's one of those things where even people who don't like her still kind of respect what she's doing. The FCC, that's the um, the federal. Oh my goodness, what is it? It's federal. Wait, FTC, Federal Trade is it Commission, Connor? I think so. Yeah. I always get all these letter letters mixed up. Um, so they're the ones who control like the market essentially. Like this person's too powerful. This is like they would squash what they think are monopolies. Um, they would never come after Taylor Swift, right? That would be silly. But they go after Amazon all the time. And they say, Amazon's a monopoly. We need to make laws. And my favorite excuse they make to do this is sometimes they'll say, Amazon's prices are too low. And this isn't, you know, this isn't fair. And it's like, there's <laughs> crazy reasons for why they're saying that that's how it got a monopoly. Now other stores can't compete. 
at the end of the day, I would pre- I would use anything Amazon came up with. Amazon has like a healthcare, like telehealth now, even like they they have so many great things at such an affordable price that the people are going like flocking to Amazon, right? Even people I know that pretend to hate capitalism love the two day shipping and they still order things mm. on Amazon. And so it's funny when you look at that. If you were to tell somebody, oh, we need to regulate Taylor Swift, they would laugh and they'd make a joke. But then you tell somebody we need to regulate Amazon and then it's, yes, we do. They're a monopoly. And so it's it's just kind of a funny comparison to make to really get the point across to people who think that these monopolies are so bad. And it could be argued, obviously, when there are some things where their governments give subsidies and that is an unfair leg up, right? That is That is something that the government is propping up. But Still nothing like the post office or um, Amtrak, the trains that the, the government mm. actually runs that. And I don't know if you've ever been on Amtrak. I unfortunately have. Every time I, I'm like, oh, yeah, the train will be fun. It's never fun. Don't do it. <laughs> it's never fun. Um, and utility companies, too, which is a real, they really grind mm-hmm. my gears. You don't have a choice of where you get your electricity. Now, you could do solar and stuff like that. But as far as electricity and gas and water, you don't. You don't have a choice. You have to go to where the government uh, tells you to go. So, yeah, I just thought this was an interesting topic to talk about and especially interesting that when somebody brings up something like Amazon and condemning this this you know market monopoly, I say that in scare quotes, think about Taylor Swift, who's also technically in, I guess I say this in square quotes, scare quotes again, a monopoly. There are good and bad monopolies. So, yeah. Well, and, and even like in tech, you know, people have often accused Apple or Google or Microsoft as as being monopolies and like Google for their search engine, which like everybody uses. And the FTC, that government entity that you're pointing out, has often gone after these companies and sued them and made them pay millions of dollars in legal fees to fight the government and defend themselves. When I'm like, look, you know, at at one point in time, MySpace was a monopoly. (laughs) Yep. You know, Facebook was a monopoly. And, and, and in the kind of quote unquote sense of the term, right? Like the, they were kind of a natural monopoly. There wasn't a lot of competition. Nobody uses MySpace anymore and increasingly fewer people use Facebook now. And so, you know, same with Google. If it ever gets to the point where people don't like Google and don't like, you know, the services that they're providing, they'll stop and they'll go elsewhere, which a lot of people do right now. They'll go to DuckDuckGo or, you know, something or use uh, their Brave browser search and other things. So just because a lot of people like something, whether it's Taylor Swift's, you know, music or Amazon uh, or using Google, that doesn't make it a, a, a monopoly in the true sense of the term. The, the true problematic sense of the term is when the government gets involved and says, ah, we're going to give you special privileges and prohibit everybody else, you know, from having these. We're going to treat you, you know, special. The government should just stay out of it. Let the market handle this. And if the company ever goes wrong or does something that consumers don't like, they'll choose something else. And and we see again and again how these big companies that people think, oh, they're monopoly, pretty soon they lose, you know, all their customers or a lot of them because they shift and, and go elsewhere. That's the market at work. Uh, so not not all monopolies are created equal, I guess, is the uh, the takeaway, as well as I need to go brush up on my Taylor Swift because my daughter is a Swifty <laughs> and I can't... Uh, relate to her at all. So I guess I need to go listen. (laughs) Brittany, great chatting with you. And until next time, we'll talk to you later. Talk to you later. You've been listening to The Way the World Works. Make sure your family is subscribed and check out TuttleTwins.com for more awesome content.